Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're going to get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're going to get funky on this podcast thing. What are you? What are you chewing? Sun chips. Sun chips. What flavor? Uh, uh, onion, French onion, French mm. onion. Well, you know, I figured you know a sun chip is like a you know it's I feel like it's summery to me like a like it's a lighter chip. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna I don't dare say a chip is a healthy chip, but it's a lighter chip. It's not as greasy of a chip. They say sun chips are the best chips for you, which is all bullshit. You well, know? Yeah, it just means it's not gonna kill you this, you know <laughs> as badly as the other ones. Right, it's not gonna make me as fat as say you know yeah. a Dorito. Yeah, your heart attack won't be as quick. Yeah. Oh wait a second. <laughs> Um, but I uh, I was enjoying some sun chips in my chew. Okay, good. What about oh, good. You? How about you? I was having um, some pistachio nuts. Oh. Now, is a pistachio nut considered good for you, or it's not? Cause it's a kind of a fatty nut, isn't uh, it? No, it's actually... Um, no, no, a fatty nuts. It's actually a good nut. It's not like a peanut, which will, that'll fucking kill you. you right, know? peanut like, will kill you, right? A pistachio is like a nice nut. Is it as good as, say, like a walnut or a, uh, an almond? Those, that kind of good for you? Uh, I think uh, I, we're in the same world here. Okay, okay. Um, but I like walnuts and I like uh, al- almonds, as, sure. you, as you call them. Sure, but you can't grow them because they take too much water out here. Is that right? I didn't yeah. know that. You didn't know that? Uh, no, I don't know anything about growing nuts, Kev. Well, I mean, it's all the news and the drought is that the... Uh, you know, one almond requires one gallon of water. One almond what? requires one gallon of water. What? In order to grow. And that's, that's the issue. And, and now uh, the almond, the crop of the almond is such a, a valuable and profitable crop that it is expanding despite the fact that there's a drought. And the number one grower of almonds is California. California. Hmm, you know and what? we ship them uh, to, the, to Asia. We ship them all over the world. And we don't have the water to sustain it. Wow. Uh, maybe they should use the profit, profits to buy some water. <laughs> well, maybe they, they have to change their ways. Almonds, but huh? they keep planting uh, almond trees, despite the fact that there's not enough water for them. I'll tell you what. Uh, and, uh, the, the Fren- it's the French- a considerable issue of the drought. The Frenchman in me uh, says, Almond Dieu. Almond Dieu. Okay, good. Almond Dieu. But I haven't heard that one in the, in the, in the almond debate. It's never been said. <laughs> almond Dieu. Uh, we talk about the the water drought, but eighty um, percent of the water in California is used by commercial irrigation. So yeah, um, they got they got a problem to solve. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I can take a shorter shower. Sure, but it's just a drop in the bucket. You can literally uh, you pun can, intended. You can let the yellow mellow. I can let the yellow mellow. But yeah. does it really matter when it's a, when it's a gallon per almond? Every almond you pop in your mouth is a gallon of water. That's unusual to me. It's crazy, right? That's unusual to it's me. Crazy. It seems wasteful. I know. Speaking of water. Yeah, Kev. <laughs> You're full of it? Here's your transition right there. Yeah. Speaking of water, uh, um, we're uh, in the car. We are. We're in a car cast. We are doing a car cast. Which is always a fun cast. It's always, it's always fun, although I, I do find that uh, as, as the driver, the driver is always impacted. You know, like sure. I, I find the driver to be 10% less funny, which 
in your case, means... Not funny at all? Zero funny. <laughs> but look at you now. You mean look, serious? Look at you now. You're, you're cracking <laughs> jokes. You're cracking wise. I know. I'm talking about water. I'm missing him. Like, like your, your little drop-in-the-bucket pun. Like, uh, sure. I steamrolled right past that because I wasn't expecting... Uh, I don't expect jokes out of you. What? But there you go. There okay. you, you had one. Um, but we talked about water because uh, uh, you came up with a great uh, topic. Sure. You know, people are loving these lists that we did, so we're gonna, we figured we'd do a few more lists. But yeah. I like this list a lot because it's funny. I it's think it's fun. Oh, well, it's a fun list. It's fun to look at the list and think of the list and why. Yeah. So the list that uh, we wanted to do. Uh, uh, or the topic. Or the, the topic. topic. The yeah. topic we wanted to We don't approach. like lists, Kev. Okay. We, I do. We do. T- I know you do. We do topics. The uh, topic we're going to tackle today, uh, movies that made me cry. Yeah. Movies that made me cry. Yeah. Which uh, I think is a fun <laughs> topic. The tearjerker. It's a, it's a fun t- But you know what? The funny thing is when you texted, when you texted me the idea, mm-hmm. and I texted you back, uh, you know, I, I was writing movies that made me cry. It's a great idea. Yeah. And when I, tech, when I wrote movies that made me cry, the autocorrect uh-huh. wrote Amadeus cry. <laughs> okay. okay. So movies that made me cry was changed into Amadeus cry. Okay. And Mo- it's curious because if Amadeus was a movie that made me cry, that would be kind of interesting. Well, Amadeus is actually a movie that made me cry laughing because uh, <laughs> okay. it was a very funny movie. Uh, it was, but it was also, I mean, it was sad and tragic, but I don't think I cried during Amadeus. No, no. Not one of my cry movies. No, not one of my cry movies uh, either. And I but had, Amadeus Cry. Okay, I like it. I actually, That would be a great sequel. Amadeus Cry. <laughs> Amadeus Cry. Amadeus Cry. Yeah. Um, or an album uh, lit name. Sure, Amadeus Cry. Right. It could even be a rock band, you know, similar to like Franz Ferdinand, like Amadeus right. Cry. Amadeus Cry. Um, actually, one of my one of my cry movies uh, had a funny uh, autocorrect or smart type. Okay, but I'll tell you about that when I get to it. Okay. okay. Although we get, we, uh, I think uh, Farty Cadet. Uh, Farty Cadet is still great. Is an early is an early candidate for the uh, autocorrect uh, of the year. A Hall of Fame. Yeah. That that was for those who don't remember. That was Darth Vader autocorrect on yes. Lemmy's phone. Was Farty Cadet. Farty Cadet. Amadeus yeah. cry is pretty good though. Amadeus cry is good. Um, but um, okay, yeah, no, I I, uh, I I tend not to. I, I think I'm not a crier in the movies, but as I get older, maybe I become a little more schmoopy, and then because um, um, people accuse me of having kind of a, a hard heart, robotic thing about you, right? And but you know, I'll cry in a movie, and I, I uh, well, you I cry s- lots of things, Kev. Let's let's be honest here. I've seen you cry. We've talked. About sure, it. sure. But I do agree. I do agree that I think once you have children, I think your uh, it changes. A, a part of your heart gets unlocked. It does. Although, uh, and although, also, certain things make you cry because you have children, which we'll get—I'll get to that too. Yes, but. all chill, all kid stuff. Yeah, um, but a lot, all of these tear jerkers on my things are, are cries I had before I had kids. Oh, they are. So these things were like because I've been accused of having a heart of stone, uh, actually by no one because everyone okay. knows I'm a sentimental. You are. You're Latin. You know, you, you wear your emotions on your sleeve. Yeah, we're passionate people. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'll cry. I kind of split over, I split out into before kids and after kids. I have a kind of a, okay. a feeling of a different list here. A little BK, uh, yeah. post BK. BK, PK. Did you ever have a technique for crying in the theater? Like, uh, you know, were you a guy like, I don't want, like, I'm on a date. I don't want the person to see me cry. And, or, or like, if you're on a date, a like, little, you're in college, you're on a date. Yeah. Do you want them to see you cry? Uh, so you could bone them. What's your thing? Depends. Like what? What I want to ideally, like I always, I'll always fight the the tears. Okay. 
But like, which is a, too bad that we fight the tears, I guess, right? You should give in to them. That's just. But a, I fight them. That's just a man thing. It is. That's just a man thing. But like, but here's what I do though. Like, I like, I, there have been several times, like in a movie or something, even with my wife, I'll I'll, I'll do it, where it's like I can feel it. Too. I'm fighting the tears. Sure. I don't want to. Like, Lips trembling. Oh, the whole thing. Like, right. <laughs> like the breathing happening. But what yeah. I what I try to do <laughs> is tell is command my body to allow one teardrop to fall. Okay. And then, ideally, it's on the side. I try to will my body to make it on the side of the woman. <laughs> on the side of the woman, not away, not hidden. No, on the side. Okay, I'd go the other way. And okay. th- no, 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 because then I want to turn to her yeah. and let her see my one tear drop. Right. For what reason? Well, so that she knows I'm a man who's incapable of crying, and yet there is emotion in there, and I felt it. <laughs> But I'm not so much of a pussy that I'm actually just going to start weeping. So you're not weeping. It's just one teardrop. It's like the, like the Indian standing on the side of the road looking at the garbage on the highway. I'm that guy. You're that guy. I'm that okay, guy. Okay, you're the one tear guy. And this movie just littered on my heart <laughs> right. with, their, with their emotions. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, the sniffle, the, um, the uh, kind of covert wipe of the eye, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know, I wear glasses when I'm in the movie theater, so that helps a little bit sure. to hide it. But there's, I think there's a funny moment there. There's when, that, when you feel the emotions welling up, and then, like, the tears start coming. And there's, I find that there's also a saliva. There's, a, like, an influx of saliva into the mouth that makes you want to swallow. Sure. And sometimes that's... Like a hot saliva, you think? Well, it's more like, you know, like, there are times... Um, hot saliva, another good name for a man. It really is. It really is. <laughs> And that could be uh, hot saliva. That could be Amadeus Cry's first single, right. hot, saliva. hot saliva. I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, okay, so you're saying you get like a saliva buildup, and you would need to swallow. Well, that's and that's usually the tell is that like that's the part that's going first. Is like my throat is filling up with liquid, right? And, and you're I, gulping. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's what alerts people to the fact that uh, I'm feeling emotional. Sure. No, I, I would try to hide the te- if I was like with a girl or whatever. I'd try to hide. That I was crying. With my kids, I don't hide it so much anymore. But now they're at the age that they're like, Daddy's crying. And they, they like tell everyone. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Daddy's crying. Hey, we went to the movies today. Daddy was crying. <laughs> yeah, I did that with my dad too. But my yeah. dad was like such an emotional uh, Hispanic pussy. He would cry <laughs> at everything. Right. Like I remember one time I tried to show him. There was a movie on TV. It starred Christy Swanson. And, okay. And there was a kid who was the lead in a surfing movie called North Shore. Okay. And uh, he's actually one of Clooney's friends. Okay. And I think his name is Matt something. I, but uh, it was a diving movie. Okay. And it was a high school movie. And it was basically like your underdog thing. Like he was a guy who tried to join the diving team to maybe impress her. And like he was pushed around and people bullied him and he was new in town. But the movie was really bad. Okay. And like to the point where like the bad guy always chewed gum. <laughs> right, okay. Even in the pool. Wait a minute. Sounds like Farva. Okay, yeah, go ahead. But like it's like he'd go for a dive, he'd come out and like be chewing gum and like <laughs> right. po- his hair is perfect. And it was like it was such a bad movie that I had to watch it again. And I was like my dad walked in the room and I was like, Hey dad, you gotta see how bad this movie is. And it was the part of the movie. Yeah. He literally came in out of context. It was the part of the movie where the kid sticks the dive in the big tournament, and his father, who's been like, diving's a waste of time, <laughs> uh, where the dad sees it, and the dad starts clapping, and every, even the bad sure. guy starts clapping. And like, sure. you know, everyone who shat on this kid is like, you know what? He's better than we thought he was. And my dad, I, I looked at my dad, and he was fucking crying. Right. My dad once cried during Eight is Enough one time. <laughs> but that's, the, that's the, the father thing. When you become a father, you cry more. 
hate children. Oh. You just do. <laughs> you just do. The sorrow. Like you would walk in at those moments and you just start crying. Yeah. You know? Well, um, anyway, okay. So. But I don't know. I, I, my question is also, uh, is there a point where you just don't care? And I, I still, I definitely cry more freely in a movie, but uh, I'm not at the point where I don't care. Right. Right. You know, I, I still... Well, that's ingrained. We'll try in you, to Kev. stop. That's ingrained in you, Kev. And, but uh, but I, it's against it's against uh, reason, though. But do you have a thing like my mechanism is like I'll fight it and fight it. If I'm alone, like I'll fight and fight it, and all of a sudden I'll be like, I mean, honestly, it's like my old my old inner homosexual will come out, and I'll be like, Oh, Steve, you old queen, just have yourself a good cry. When I'm alone, I don't I don't fight it. No. So like, you, you like, cry from the first get-go? Like, yeah, like the night that I watched Derek Jeter's last baseball game, I knew I was going to cry. Yeah. And I went out into my office after everyone else was asleep. A box of tissues? box or? of tissues, and I just watched it, and I just cried. <laughs> and I didn't care. I didn't care. I'm happy to talk about it. But there still is that weird thing where you're, the person's sitting next to you, and you don't want to let them see you cry. F- first time I saw you cry was at, uh, I've talked about it, it was uh, Yankees old-timers game, Mattingly's first <laughs> The first uh, season after he'd retired, right? First, first time back in Yankee Stadium. You fuck. Like I heard you sniffling, and I looked over before I could say anything. You said, "It's the one time a year I'm allowed to cry." And got all. Unless I'm watching one of these movies. Yeah. Well, that's the weird thing about it is I looked at my list. I kind of split it into pre kid and post kid, as we said. Yeah. Pre kid, most of my cry movies are sports movies. Okay. Like Hoosiers. I bet, I bet Hoosiers. <laughs> Which I think is, is funny. List. I bet Hoosiers is on Hoosiers your list. is not on my list, but I should put it on my Holy list. Shit. Fuck. I, I mean, Hoosiers is not be on your list, dude. Hoosiers is is my favorite sports movie of all time. I know. I can't believe you. I bet you cried during Rocky. Rocky. Are you guessing now? Or are we, oh, are no, we, no. Uh, are oh, we okay, no, I'm not guessing. I'm, re- I'm ready to start fucking talking about <laughs> okay. it. I'm ready to start going okay. on the list. Why don't you go first, Kevin? Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah. All right, this was my seminal. Uh, You're already blubbering. <laughs> seminal my seminal movie. This is my seminal movie where I, where I learned that you learned to cry. It was yeah, I learned it was possible to cry. It was probably the first movie I remember where I was like, "What? What? What is this emotion I'm having?" And then I cried my eyes out in this movie. Now let me ask you this: uh, Growing up, before it's important to gauge your level of cry babiness. Were you were, did, like, did you cry uh, when you were a kid? No, nah, I wasn't a crier. Okay, like no. uh, like uh, I mean. I you know the normal shit you know where you you bang your foot or something. Oh, I, I, or... I don't bang over fucking pain. I, I bang over emotion. Oh, okay. I mean I, I cry over emotion. I don't bang over pain. Yeah, I bang on emotion. Yeah, no, no, I, I cry. Over um, no, no, I, I don't think I was a crier, but uh, you know, I guess who who the fuck knows? Maybe I was. Okay, like I see now kids who are friends of my kids that are criers. I'm like, oh, that kid's a crier. Sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not a crier necessarily. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Let's All right, go. so seminal movie uh, uh, for me, crying, the, where I maybe first cried, when I first learned to cry, Brian's Song. Okay, okay. Brian's Song was was the ultimate cry movie for me as a kid. Sure, that's and a... if those, you don't remember, it's uh, James Caan and Billy D. Williams. Yeah. True story of Brian Piccolo, mm-hmm. who was a fullback for the Chicago Bears in the early 70s. Yeah. Late sixties, late sixties, late sixties, early seventies, and Gail Sayers, who's played by Billy Williams, who's you know a Hall of Famer, uh, was in the backfield with him, and they became uh, fast friends. Literally, they were fast. They were fast friends. You're right. Good point. And so, uh, but ultimately, Piccolo got terminal cancer, and uh, he died. You know, uh, uh, at, at the age of twenty six or something like that. And so, um, did anybody play the Piccolo at his funeral? No, but. That was part of the cry of the movie was that the song 
the song from that movie, Brian's song, yeah, was so sad, and you know, I find that that you know accentuates a crime movie a lot is this music. You know what I mean? The music is huge, absolutely, and I think that's where I appreciate it. But 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 Brian's song, uh, you know, you'd watch and they play football and they're playing pranks, and then all of a sudden the dude gets cancer. Yeah, and then and then. And then that's it for Brian Piccolo. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got the music. He's dying in the bed. And if I went back and watched it now, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't hold up. But that that is the cry movie of my youth. Well, and the interesting thing is, if I remember correctly, it was actually a made-for-TV movie. It was a made-for-TV movie. And then uh, uh, apparently they they it was so popular that they tried to release it in the theaters, and then it bombed in the theaters. But Oh, man. It was a, it was a very popular made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's uh, still considered one of the all-time great sports films and films. Um, certainly, sports films. It's. Uh, it's. It's always in the top one hundred yeah. or top fifty. Uh, I don't yeah. mean to belittle it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's obviously been a lot of great sports movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen it in ages, so I don't know if it holds up or not. And they actually remade it. I think with like. Uh like that Mecky Pfeiffer dude, or his name. I think they did remake it, and uh, so like on a scale of one to ten, how hard did you cry during that movie? Well, it's hard because you figure you're like ten years old when you watch it, right? Yeah. And I, I'm sure I cried hard. Yeah. And that was when you didn't want a movie to make you cry. You know what I mean? So that was uh, definitely that was my first one. Okay. I, I can remember as being a serious tearjerker for me. I, you know, it probably has all the same, th- you know, the turns of endearment, you know, they get cancer and they die, you know, that kind of thing. But at the time, I didn't know any better. Um, yeah, well, I mean, listen, that's, uh, we, we've talked about this in some of our things before. It's like youth versus uh, uh, an older person. I mean, you're innocent back then. You haven't yeah. seen a lot of these. You're not jaded yeah. by anything. And it also... Now I'm jaded as fuck. You're so fucking jaded, it's crazy. <laughs> But, uh, and you know, and the, the sad thing for me is like, it's a, a, on my short list of movies to watch. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Really. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. God, okay. But I, I, I've wanted to. I feel like that's a movie of the 70s that, 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 that everyone, you know, who was a kid then saw. Well, when I first got Netflix back when it was, uh, you know, Netflix was DVDs, like I, I started adding things to my queue, which were yeah. like all those like 70s movies that I just wanted to see. And, uh, and that was on there. Yeah. It never, you know, it's like I do always find it hard to like, it, like knowingly go into a tearjerker. That I agree with that. I think that's the hard thing about this list that we're making is that I do not seek out sad movies. I don't like sad movies. There are plenty of famous sad movies I intentionally don't watch. Sure. You know what I mean? But the, I don't want to feel that way. I like entertainment. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But some people like a good tearjerker. Some people like that. Some people like that. Who? 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 Uh, what kind of a person? Uh, a person wants to cry hard. A person, uh, maybe a sad person, or a person with okay. emotions. Okay. Or sometimes it feels good to get it out, Queen. I guess so, but I, I, I never think about that when I'm going to uh, going to get watch a movie. Though I'm like, sure, I could use a good cry. Like I guess you listen to like a sad song or whatever. Yeah, well, like all of the all of the the movies on my list, I will recommend, except for one, because there's one that's almost. Too sad. We'll, we'll get to that one. What? We'll get to that one. And here's, you know, and by the way, while we're at it, I, I did I did set aside uh, a movie. I hate the ones that are like intentional uh, cry movies. Like they, the, the ones that really want you to cry. Like for instance, like, like Brian's song, though yeah. I have not seen it, it's a true story. Yeah. And that's one of the things that makes you cry, but it's not, they're not saying like, 
we want you to go into this crime. They're telling you a story. Right. Here's a guy who was in the NFL and died of cancer at yeah. age 26. Some movies have emotional scenes, and they just nailed it and got it right. Yeah. There are other movies, I think, that try to make you cry. And to those movies, I say, fuck you. Okay. And I've got one on my list. I, 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 I can think of the one you're thinking of. You know which one I'm thinking because of. Because I agree that... Uh, that movies sometimes intentionally try too hard to do that, and that's when you call bullshit. You're like, ah, fuck. But you know what? Those don't, those aren't worth it, man. Those aren't the ones that you say, oh, that's a great crime movie. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, I, I don't know if I should talk about if we should talk about that movie now. We'll save it for the end. Yeah, since we are uh, since we're, we're we're still in the in the beginnings of our actual okay. uh, crybaby movies. But okay, so Brian's Let's... song is your is your first one. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Okay, so, you know, I'm nervous about this one because you, you know, you've become like uh, the grand poo-pooer. <laughs> you know, it's funny because... Uh, You're the grand poo-poo-ba. I'll tell you this. My wife uh, listened to whatever the villains one or whatever one we did recently. Yeah. And um, she thinks I'm too hard on you. Really? Yeah. Because... Oh, no, it's the, it's the comedy ones. It was the, the comedy, you know, on your list with the funniest movies. Sure. She thought I, I, I rode you a little hard. And well, I said, I said, I said... Baby, you mean more than just the regular give and take yeah. that the Chewing Podcast <laughs> Baby. Uh, listeners deserve? Baby, you're talking about Steve Lemmy. Yeah. You're not defending Steve Lemmy, are you? Uh, so anyway, I'm going to try to do a better job of that until you throw out this one. Oh, no, go ahead. No, well, this one, well, this one because I know. But listen, these are our own opinions. These sure. are things that made us it cry. It made you cry. Okay, sure. I'm just glad you started to understand that concept. And man. I'm, I'm going to ask you why it made you cry, but okay. go ahead. Okay. This one is... Uh, a, a, a foreign film. Oh, brother. That, <laughs> just I'm just kidding. I'm just that, kidding. Just that's kidding. okay. No, I like I'm that. joking. I, hey, no, we're friends. Okay, we, yeah, yeah. We, we made up. Yeah, just kidding. Um, that the first time I saw it, I cried. Okay. Now, I'm not saying I bawled. I've bawled harder. I'm, sure. I'm just, this is like a little, this is an appetite. Here's a warm-up. Yeah. Okay. But uh, this is what it is. Cinema Paradiso. <laughs> okay. 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 Like, I, I'll tell you this. I've maybe seen the... Uh, that I mean, it had to be a twenty years ago. I can't even remember that movie. So, so you, I, so you, but we t- talked about this because it was it has like a special significance to you. Yeah, I mean, right. Well, special significance, I don't know. I mean, certainly, I thought it was like it reminded you of your dad or something like that. No, there's another one that's on this list that reminds me oh, of my okay. dad. Okay, uh, but uh, no, Cinema Paradiso is just a beautiful, well-told story, and I think where I do uh, appreciate it is that it's a, it's a, a really it's a love letter to film. Okay, and where I, you know, I suppose where you could compare it to my dad is that it's about you know a boy from a small town mm-hmm. through his love of film. He he eventually is told by his mentor to just leave the town, and never come back. Right, which is you know what happened with my dad. Right, he came to New York City. In this case, you know, sure. the guy, he goes to like Rome, right, or something like that. But um, you know, it's I, I realized that for for the most part, there's a pattern with me. Yeah. What I like, you know, I was saying earlier in the podcast, it's like, I don't like the ones that, like, try to get sure. you to cry. Sure. Like, you know, they're like, they're just going for it. You like the ones that sneak up on you. I like the ones that sneak up on you. <laughs> and I like that with everything, pretty much, Queen. Sure. No, but, like, I like the ones that are like, I don't know if they designed this to make you cry, but, like, they're really, in this thing, it's like they're leading up to this one scene. It's a, it's a relationship between a little boy who's just fucking adorable queen okay. i'm telling you what now is this uh, uh is this movie in uh, english 
No. <laughs> it's not. How can you cry if it ain't in English? Because you can read the subtitles, and that's a thing. It's a, it celebrates the history of film. Okay. And so there are, you know, like, I think I watched it for the first time. with. You my, cried at subtitles? I did cry at subtitles, Kevin. Yeah. But that's the thing. I'm passionate. I guess so. And, uh, but, the, like, the movie starts off with the first act is, this, is the little boy. It's the main character. It's a little boy. And he is so adorable. And I want to tell you this. Yeah. He reminds me of myself when I was a little boy. Oh, I bet he does. And uh, Big wide face. Yeah, a little thick face. Asshole. Little cube head. Precocious. Asshole. Oh, my God. He's so precocious. <laughs> oh, he's shitting his pants. He's such a little, <laughs> he's such a little <laughs> cocksucker. He's such a dick. And, uh, and making this old guy's life just hell. You know, <laughs> like, oh, I like this. But, you know, mischievous and everything. And, the, you know, it's the projectionist in this uh, in the, the local movie theater that, uh, you know, plays the silent films. And right. the town priest, uh, you know, forbids the movies and censors the movies anyway. And so the priest is always in there cutting pieces out of the films and editing them. And that's part of the, what the projectionist's uh, job is. And, and then the kid starts to help the projectionist. Anyway, so then the second act is him, you know, uh, growing up. Okay. I mean, part of it is like, you know, the opening scene is... It's an old. It's the older version of this guy, and he gets a phone call. Yeah, and it's that this guy has died. It's the opening scene of the movie. Don't like, give it all away. I'm, I, I shan't. Okay, but his mentor has died. And so, what what uh, venue did you watch? Did you see it in the theater? Did you watch it in your house? Where I did you find yourself crying? I saw that one in the theater for the first time. Like, uh, you know, my parents and I, we used to like like my mom and I used to do the thing where we we would do a, a double date. My mom and I when we were kids. Yeah. And she would come see a movie that I liked or that okay. I wanted to see, and then I would go to a movie that she wanted to see. Okay, so she was seeing like Rambo and Commando. She saw that shit. She saw okay. horror movies. Okay. okay, she saw all kinds of stupid <laughs> ass shit. Okay, Porky's. Yeah, but then I like I would go with her to the foreign film theater ah. and see something. And I remember I saw a movie called Sugarcane Alley. Where that was the first. It was okay. like a Haitian movie. Was it like a porn thing? Sugarcane Alley. You know, Kev, <laughs> we're talking about my, my mother. Sorry, sorry. And sorry, um, sorry. Um, she was, you know what she was doing? She was culturing me, Kev. Okay. It she really was, worked. She, she was broadening <laughs> my horizon. <laughs> anyway, so okay. uh, towards the end of that movie, there's a, there's a scene, and I remember crying, and it was like the emotions just building, building. And, you know, this one is a subtle one. It's not like I didn't bawl, but I cried. And okay. it was one of those ones where I was like, you know, Tears running, uh, a few tears down my cheek, and and then it became one of my go tos, like uh, like when I wanted to impress a girl. Oh, you know, sure. Y- y- Let me show you a culture. I had, well, I had a couple. I had a couple. I used to like Princess Bride was one, mm-hmm. and and girls like it. That's not the, a cry. No, no, no. Okay. But back in the nineties, they, they'd be like, "Oh my god, this is the best movie. It's oh, such I a feel good fucking date Got movie." It. Got it. Right. You Funny. And, and then like the second, the closing credits come, I I, 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 le- I roll over on top of them. Sure. And then yeah, check this out. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, as you wish, huh? <laughs> You're my princess. Hey, Buttercup, a cup, come here. But then, uh, then uh, with Cinema Paradiso, that became more. It's like the one tear turning towards him with the one tear. That became more of like, a, hey, honey, this is uh, this is my favorite movie. I, you know, I'm gonna cry. I'm just telling <laughs> you, but it's, be, it's Italian. Just be ready. You got a tissue on you? Might have to borrow one. Yeah, this yeah. is for my Italian. You're gonna have to deal with my uh, my my salty tears on your navel as I, uh, you know. Okay, Cinema Paradiso. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's Love my it. first one. Okay, okay, good. Okay. Should I, should I mix it up from the sports ones r- real quick? I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you do. I mean, I do. have a lot of good ones here. So, um, sure okay. a lot of great ones. All right. Let's see. All right. Another one that I found terribly sad but uplifting yeah. and also I cried at. Yeah. 
mask. Oh, fuck. Not yeah. the mask. No, I know. Mask. Mask. Eric Stoltz, Cher, yeah. and Sam Elliott as Gar. Uh, and it's about the kid who has the lionitis. Uh, yeah, Rocky disease. Dennis. Rocky Dennis. True story. And a true story. And the kid uh, um, overcomes a lot of adversity. Yeah, and like ultimately he, he dies at the end, which is yeah. tragic and you just sad gave away shit. the end. You just gave away well, the end. Well, I mean, end. I, I don't know. What, what if people... Well, you're spoiler not supposed to give alert. that. You're not supposed spoiler to give that part away. Yeah, but I think in the in dick. the in the idea of doing our 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 movies that make you cry. I mean, you got to say what made you cry. I don't know. Did you notice just now that I didn't say what made me cry? You said the guy died. So you got a phone call. That's the opens. opening scene, and then there's something at the end that makes okay. You cry. Well, I think you know that's okay. fine. fine. I'm just saying. You know Fuck it. Spoiler alert for the whole thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so mask. Yeah. Which uh, I saw in the theater. Probably with my girlfriend. Yeah. Probably try to hide my crying. Yeah. Because you know when the dude goes at the end, he like dies in his sleep. And you're do you like, know how blue collar you are? Like you say, th- you say like probably with my girlfriend. Probably, probably with my girlfriend. You you knock off your G's <laughs> on your ing's a lot. It's America, pal. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, go. Go. Rock okay. So uh, did you see that movie? Like a million times. Did you cry? Uh, no. You didn't cry when the guy dies. No. But I think it's so sad. They take they put she puts the pins back up in the map and says now you can go anywhere. I mean I'm touched as you talk about it and I right. get goosebumps. And but the thing is like, listen, you're talking about Sam Elliott, young Sam Elliott in a movie oh, wearing a mustache so rides, you know, five cents shirt. I'm staring at one thing and one thing only, Queen. Sorry, bro. That mustache. No, I. But that was the wonderful thing about it. It was that, uh, you know. Uh, uh, that they created that, those characters, which were very lovable. Yet, you know, if you if you thought about it in another context, you'd be like, oh, like, you know, when you're a little kid, you're scared of bikers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but here's a guy who, a good kid, he got him a suit for his graduation or whatever it was, and he and he left it hanging in the refrigerator. Well, and, okay. You know, I mean, he was a nice, nice guy, Sam Elliott. Yeah, but that and he was a way, biker. He was tough. He kicked the shit out of you. By the way, in that particular scene, like, uh, here's what I, I do remember about Mass that I, that I love. It does. It does hit you in all the right ways. It's and it's an unconventional story. That scene, if you remember correctly, it's like they're like drinking some beers on the porch, and he's like, you know, like you guys, like I don't have anything to wear, you know, and, and like he looks at him, he's like, why don't you go get me a beer from the fridge? And he's a <laughs> right. dick to him, right? And like Rocky, Rocky Dennis is like, fine. Like he's so nice, he goes to do it, <laughs> right. and he opens the fridge door, and there's a suit hanging inside the fridge, right. And then he looks at it, and it's like, I, like I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. And then when he closes the door, there's Sam Elliott is sitting right there with the whole fucking gang. <laughs> That's right. right by, and you're like, God damn it. These guys are fucking cool. Right. Nice. Yeah. They don't care what that kid looks like. They nah, love him. No, nah, fuck. And, and fuck you if you say anything. They'll kill you if you That's say right. something about their <laughs> That's right. Rocky Denner. But Stoltz does a great job. And Stoltz does a great job with that movie. Yeah, he's great. And, uh, um, and then they show, you know, I, I think where I, uh, where I would get affected is, I remember they, they show at, in the closing credits, they show real pictures of the real Rocky the real Dennis. guy, and he reads like a poem. Yeah, the, the real they have like a him the, the real guy reading a poem that he wrote or something. Yeah, um, but yeah, okay. uh, uh, that movie always got me. Yeah, I cried not, like a little girl. I'm not poo pooing it. I, like uh, okay. you know, how could you? Ta- no, you how can't. could you? You can't. It's just like one of those things. Like what gets you? It's a great movie. Mask is a fucking great movie. Sure, and uh, and, and Sam- that's one of those ones I'd watch with my kids, but I don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, look, there, dude. There's there's things, you know. It's like we talked about, like uh, in terms of the villain, in, in villain episode. It's like what makes 
a great movie? Is it the villain makes the great movie or a great movie makes the villain stand out? Either way, think about Mask while we're talking about it. It's one of those ones. You, you don't, you, no one really knew that Cher was just going to fucking be in a movie and be fantastic. Sure. And like, you know, Silkwood and... and uh, um, uh, was it the uh, moon, uh, Moonstruck? Moonstruck, right, right, right and, yeah. uh, and 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 this one, yeah, uh, she's great. And then Sam Elliott, that's mermaids, dude, mermaids. <laughs> but this was one of the first. This was the, probably the first time I'd ever seen Sam Elliott, and I gotta tell you, I was smitten. Yeah, I was oh. like, that guy's cool. Who is this guy? That guy's cool. God damn. And it also has that other guy. I can't remember his real name, but like, he's the bigger guy. Like he's the big biker, he's the sidekick. Right, he's got like right. a beard. I think he's in the scene at the end when they go like the graveyard or something like that. Yeah, he, I mean, he's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, I can't like a, he's fucking great. Yeah. He's in Son-in-Law with uh, Paulie Shore. Oh yes, like, Son-in-Law. That yeah, that's cry a good too. movie. I cried yeah. during that one. All right, so that's me. Uh, mask. Okay. All right, what do you got? Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is one. This is one that really reminded me of my dad. Okay. In America, who's gonna cry first in this thing? In this thing, who's gonna cry first? While we talk, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. In you, America, you stomped on I'm, it while I, did, I was I'm saying sorry, the fucking title. You're like such a dick. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Okay, uh, no, you're right. You're trying to. You're trying to relate. Right. Okay, who's gonna cry? Me or you? Yeah. Uh, in America. In America. You, you know that movie? I don't. I'm not. Is that De Niro? Jim Sheridan. No, it's uh, it's uh, Patty Considine. Okay. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Irish. Uh, and Jimon and Jimon Hansu. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I've his, seen that movie. Yes. As his neighbor, and it's he comes with his family to America. Right. Right. To live, and it's like. He can't get out of his own way. Sure. Like, he's just keeps having bad luck, and a lot of it's his own fault and his pride. Like, there's a scene where he goes to the... It's like he's so tight on money, and he's trying to make ends meet his fucking kids and put food on the table. And he goes to, like, you know, like one of the street festivals in New York. Right. And there's the basketball game. Right. And, like, he starts playing, and he can't get it. Mm. And, he, like, and he misses, and then, like, he keeps spending money on it. And then he, like... I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. He right. like, I'm about to fucking cry. Okay. I'm about to cry. fucking cry. Let me get to cry first. <laughs> Let me get to cry first. And he fucking goes. We're not done yet. But his paycheck out. Yeah. And, and it's, it's cash. And he starts and he starts uh, playing. And you can see the guy, the carnival bar, the guy who runs the thing is yeah. like, come on, come on, dude. Buddy, come on. Like, you know, buddy, I remember that movie. But yeah. that guy's got to take money for his family. And right. he, he won't stop him. But it's like you can see the pain on that guy's face. I remember I, I was wearing a very famous uh, article of clothing that you, <laughs> okay. that you and I have spoken about. Okay, which article is that? Uh, your tassel jacket? No, a turtleneck sweater. Oh, your turtleneck sweater. That I got from, uh, right, from my, your Swedish, girlfriend. my right. Swedish girlfriend. Right. And by the end of that movie, no joke, the, the turtleneck mm-hmm. was soaked <laughs> from my tears. <laughs> and okay. that was one of the times that like in public, in a movie theater... I let it all fucking hang out. And you know why I did, Kev? Yeah. Because every motherfucker in that room right. was weeping. Everyone was crying. Weeping. Everyone was crying. Weeping. Who were you with? Were you with uh, the girl? I was with her, yeah. Was she crying or she didn't understand? Fucking crying, dude. What did they say? I didn't understand. That is in English. It's okay. in English. She's right. fluent in English. Gotcha. Anyway, that, so in America, okay. fucking masterpiece as far as okay. I'm concerned. Okay. You know, I probably saw it once and... Uh, uh, it's probably falls in the category of like too sad for me. Sure. Well, also you know in UK, like I, you don't like UK movies. I do. I like British. I like uh, Irish people. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised you didn't like the Irish. Jim Sheridan. We we, we were on a panel one time with Jim Sheridan. We Remember really that? were. Yeah, we at were. The Hannah Film Festival it was the, bro- so. the Broken Lizard guys and Jim Sheridan. We were at a panel together. It was- yeah, it's like that. That's when you know that like 
maybe somebody's not totally doing their right. job properly. And it's like uh, ha- the crowd is there to see Jim Sheridan. Yeah, and, it's but, Jim and then Sheridan we're thing. there talking yeah. about uh, fucking but Tuttle Cruiser. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna throw another one out, a little, little different one, which I actually just watched again. Okay. With my kids. Okay. And uh, this has a this has an addendum to it. Okay. 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 Um, Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan. Okay. <laughs> which has been on a bunch of my lists so okay. far. But uh, I remember the first time I saw that, and spoiler alert, when Spock dies at the end. Okay. Holy shit. That was so devastating. I know. I think I know what the addendum is going to be. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you this, though. I, 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 uh, uh, I remember watching it, and you're like, Spock dies, and it's like, he's so heroic, and he saves the ship, and he fixes the nuclear core of the ship. Yeah. And he's the only way that they're going to get away. They're all going to die. And, you know, the needs of the few outweigh... The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Yeah. And Kirk goes down there, and he's dying there, and they do live long and prosper. Yeah, I remember... The, they're at the door, right? They're yeah. At like that, when yeah. I saw in the theater, and I was probably whatever, I was probably a teenager. Yeah. I cried my eyes out. Holy Spock shit. In the theater. was dead. Oh, man. And then he gives the eulogy, you know, and they play Amazing Grace and the yeah. bagpipes, which I'm yeah. always a sucker for that. Yeah, down on down on Earth, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're up in the sp- up in the ship. Oh, there. And so, uh, uh, and so, uh, but I I cried when Spock died because Spock's you know one of the great characters of all time. Yeah, he is. And it was a moment. That was a moment that he died. It was a very emotional moment. So, um, um, did you cry when Spock died? No, you didn't. No, you didn't cry. Okay. No, but I wasn't. A, I wasn't a Trekkie. Like I liked Star Trek, but I wasn't a Trekkie. I don't know if I was a Trekkie, but I saw the show and I liked. And it was a moment. It was a big moment. Okay, so, <laughs> so I just watched it with my kids. Yeah. And um, since then, you know, like I, I'm sitting there and I'm watching uh, uh, Shatner give the eulogy for Nimoy. Yeah. And you know, it was just this moment where he just died. Sure. Okay. So Nimoy just died, and there was this big dust up because. Shatner did. Shatner like had some sort of like either it was like a uh, I think he claimed it was a charity event or it was like an autograph signing thing or whatever it was. Yeah, and he couldn't get away from it to go to Leonard Nimoy's fucking funeral. I was surprised by that, and I was a little shocked. And there was a dust up, and he tried to defend himself on Twitter and whatever it was. But as I'm watching this scene where he's eulogizing uh, Spock, all I can think about is that this guy didn't even go to the guy's real funeral. Okay. Didn't so, go to his real funeral. So now, instead of sadness and sorrow, you're filled with anger and rage. I was a little bit. I was like, "Why the fuck wouldn't you?" I mean, dude, if you know, if I don't go to your funeral when you die next week or when you die, <laughs> whatever. Are you when we're eighty, are you talking about me? Yeah. When I die next week. Yeah. When we're eighty and you die. I'm gonna tell you something. If I'll I go die to your next, funeral, if I die next week, you're gonna feel like fucking shit. I will. I will feel like shit. But anyway, I will go to your funeral. I, I, I will. I know you will. And when you're eighty, I'll go to your funeral. It's like. I guess I, I mean, you know, maybe Shatner's a douche. I, what I if you have know. a Yankees old timers day to uh, to go to? I would go to your funeral. That's my point. Is that like, dude, the guy? It's your. I think they. Well, at least they work together a lot. I know that. I mean, well, what are you going to go sure. to a fucking uh, autograph show or thing, whatever, instead of going to this guy's funeral? Yeah. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. And that's all I could think about when I was watching that scene. It ruined it for me. It oh. ruined it for me. So I'm surprised you didn't ha- do like the angry tears, which I think are my favorite <laughs> tears in the world. Like those times where you're like so furious, you start crying. <laughs> the me or one in general? W- one in general. <laughs> okay. I've had one of those. I had an angry cry. <laughs> when was time. that? When did you have an angry cry? Oh, my God. It was uh, 
freshman year at Colgate. Okay. It was embarrassing. Do you want you don't want to say it to me? I, I well I don't totally remember the details. Did you get bullied? No, no, it was J term. It was J term. J term was January term. It was like a Yeah, it was it was a time when you drank at Colgate. Yeah, it was between semesters you could come back and take a class. For right. a month, right. they, they they banned it right after my <laughs> freshman year. That's right, that's right. Because uh, it was so ludicrous. But yeah. I, like we were back there, so everyone was just drunk. I was a freshman, and we were so hammered. And uh, two like some guys decided to play a prank on a kid. Yeah, on another freshman. It was a prank, and they were going to put uh, they they put water in bottles. In okay. like in like a squirt like squeeze bottles. Yeah, and they and they went in and it was a fr- it was like one of their roommates. It was a friend, and they went in and pr- like and I was with them. I was with them in the room. I wasn't wasn't doing anything. And they put the bottles you know, like in their out of their flies. And okay, they, and they squirted. They pretended they were peeing on him. Oh, okay, and to wake him up. To wake okay. him up. And he woke up, and he got super furious. Right. You're pissing on me. Well, and then he accused. Then I'm he, allergic to piss. He got the the RA of the dorm, who was a, a senior. Yeah, and he he said this guy and this guy and Lemmy all pissed on me. And I was like, hold on a second. I was like, I was like, first of all, I didn't piss on you, but also right. it was water in those bottles. And I watched them film. He's like, you did so piss on me, and it was piss. What I reek of it and make this shit up. And I was. I was drunk enough. I was like, hold on a second. That's fucking bullshit. You're making that shit up, and it's right. not true. I'm right. telling you. And then the RA was like, you're, you know, well, you know, we're going to bring this up with the disciplinary committee. And started to go down that road. Yeah. And I was. Now, where are your silent partners right now? Uh, I don't the know. Real vic- the real pranksters. Where are these guys? They were just denying. I, I think they were actually saying, like, no, he didn't do it. And it wasn't pissed, too. They were getting pissed also. Right. And, like, and we were hammered. Yeah. And at some point, it like as I realized that uh, like uh, that the RA was just believing him, and then like the RA like like uh, smelled the sheets or something. Was like, oh yeah, that's piss. Mm-hmm. And we were like, it's fucking water, right? And like at some point, the anger turned to like this is fucking bullshit, ah! and like the tears just started coming out. Really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're wrongly accusing me. You don't know, <laughs> wow. it was a joke. Like well, uh, I've never heard that before. Something like that. Oh, the RA must have been shocked. Yeah, like, I thought this was the cool kid. Yeah, whoa, wait a second, you're the kid. What from happened? New York City. Whoa, he's crying. Yeah, sorry, I'm just a little drunk. But, then, but he, like, the kid was drunk too. And they was saying, like, the next day, like, everyone was like super hungover. Like, oh, what a night. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we're good, we're good, right? He was, like, he, he, he came to us and was like, dude, I'm sorry, that was fucked up. And, like, yeah. I, I was just so out of it when you woke me up. Like, <sighs> we were like, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, okay. that's an angry. That's an angry cry. That's okay. an angry cry. Okay. But so you weren't angry crying when you. Uh, <sighs> When I when I was watching Shatner, yeah, when you were watching no. Shatner, okay, no, I just was a little disappointed. Okay, so okay, so Wrath of Khan. We got what? What? What do you think? Like, I mean, that's going to happen when you die next week, <laughs> yeah, and I don't show up at your funeral, and and some beer fest fan is going to be like, I was just watching beer fest when when Finkelstein eulogizes <laughs> right, exactly. Ansel, and, exactly, the same and how thing. emotional he got, yeah, or faux emotional uh-huh. that I got emotional. He was um, emotional. He was emotional. Okay, so um. So Wrath of Khan, and uh, with a, with an addendum. What uh-huh. I thought you were going to say was that your addendum was then in Star Trek Three when they go and get little and find little baby Spock. 
Right. Because he's, uh, he's I don't on know, the, I don't know if they were doing baby Spock, but yes. Well, don't you remember? It's like he's on that planet, yes. like regenerating mm-hmm. planet. Yep. And it's like, and he's, they start him as like a little boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they hit the phase where he goes into heat. Yeah, right. Where he has to fuck, like that's a, a little part of that right. time opening right. montage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did you cry out of tears of joy? No, you kind of knew that was going to happen, but uh, I think, but, uh, you know. Because back then, you know, we, we dealt with this with Star Wars, like movies and their sequels were, you know, three years apart. Yeah. And you didn't know, like Star Wars came out and it was three or four years. It was like 81, I think, was when, uh, it was like four years later was when Empire Strikes Back came out. And after that, it was like 84 when uh, Return of the Jedi came sure. out. You had to wait. Sure. It wasn't like... Oh, they're releasing Breaking Dawn Part 1 in the summer. <laughs> and then Breaking Dawn Part 2, in which she has right. her baby, is going to be at Christmas time. Right. Mockingjay is coming out in, in May, and Mockingjay Part 2 will be out in November. Yeah, just in time for the holidays. Okay. Who's this guy over here? Okay. Got a fucking van sure that encroaching on my lane. All right, what do you got now? You're up. Okay. Okay. So I've done. Uh, I, d- I did in America, and I did. Uh, I did um, cinema paradiso. Okay. I'm gonna do one that I actually have uh, spoken about before. Okay. Um, and this was. Uh, you'll know. You know this one. It's. Uh, we talked about it when we had Lance Henriksen on the podcast. Yep. Powder. Okay. Okay. This one. Powder. Caught, this one caught me by surprise. Okay. Uh, like. I remember that I was getting ready to go meet a bunch of people downtown. You were probably one of those people. It was a bunch yep. of our, our college friends downtown. Yeah. I was getting dressed, and Powder was on in the other room. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I was single, I was living alone, and... And now this is the kid with who's kind of like a has freak power or something like that. Well, right? Yeah, well, he shows up, he's like, he's pure pure white, he's like, right. he's, he's, he's white. Kind of like Mask. Kind of like Mask. Right. He's kid in high school. It's the outcast, yeah. it's the freak. Right. And yeah, everyone's mean to him, even like, and everyone's skeptical that he's got special powers, and then when they see he's, there's a scene where he gets mad. Because yeah. he's, he's always been told to hide his special powers, and then like there's a scene where he gets mad and he does something, and then everyone's afraid of him, and he becomes like a pariah. And you know, Lance Henriksen plays this uh, this cop who he and his son are estranged, and the, you know, uh, anyway, like that the, the the mom has died, and like uh, there's like, or maybe I can't right now. I can't remember if it's like the, the boring. S- the point is, they get powder <laughs> to come. Right. And be like uh, a liaison. Um, so he can, so Lance can speak with her one last time. And he, he's right. a non-believer. And, like, and by the way, at this point, I had become engrossed in the movie. So like, you're on your way out the door. You've got it on in the background. And all of a sudden, it pulls you in. Yeah. And I, w- I had been getting dressed and everything. And finally, like, I, like, I had sat down to start watching. I was like, fuck it. I'm, in t- I'm so into this movie. I'll right. just meet those guys, you know, like an hour later. Sure. And... This scene comes on where he talks to his wife. This is the only time I'll, I'll do a spoiler. He talks to his, like, wife through Powder. And Powder's like, uh, she wants you to forgive your son. And the se- I'm getting goosebumps. Right. And the second he says that, like, Lance <laughs> Henriksen does such a good acting job. Like, he starts bawling. Right. And I, I was like, <laughs> I could feel the tears just started fucking coming. I started You're like, like a 20-year-old male at this point. Oh, yeah. I was, I was going out to get. You're about to cry now, right now. I was going out to get some, like, some woman. Yeah, some, some drinks and some, I was some tang. Going out to, like, ha- get fucked up and try and find some tang for the night. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, like it was like an instant cry. Like, it right. exploded out of me. And then I tried to fight it. And I remember saying to myself out loud, Steve Lemmy, just let it go. Right. And then I had a good cry. And okay. I, I literally, I fucking bawled. I, like, cried. I let all my sorrows come out. <laughs> and I fucking cried <laughs> at Powder. And, like, 
I remember it was like I cried. I looked back up at the at the screen. Yeah. And fucking went for it again. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like it affected me so deeply that like I I remember t- I took a taxi down to meet you guys and like yeah. in the car like I started thinking about it again. And I was like I was so emotional. I I fucking let myself cry quietly. <laughs> right. I didn't let the cab driver know I was crying. <laughs> but like, but it was one of those ones where then I was like I was smiling and crying. Right. I was I was smiling, smiling. Sure. And then you showed up at the bar. We we're like, are you crying? Yeah. yeah I was watching powder. Yeah. yeah. And I told I told everyone I was, we were laughing about it. We laughed about it. Anyway, so powder. Right was one of is one of my all time great okay. cries. Okay, and I've been reluctant to ever watch it again because like I don't want to ruin that scene. Sure, for myself, like I sure. don't want to not cry. Sure, and that's part of it. Is like the I surprise. don't know if I've ever seen Powder before, frankly. Well, I'm just saying, Lance Henriksen is fucking okay. excellent. I'd like to see it. that, and uh, and it falls right in your wheelhouse of, you know, frankly, it's the Rocky Dennis story. Like, yeah. you hate bullies. Yeah, I hate them. You hate bullies, and hate so em. it's like when you see these underdogs, you fucking cry. Right. I bet I know. I, I bet I have a. I know a movie on your list. All right, go. Okay. Um, you do? No? Yeah, I think so. I just thought of another one. Okay. Well, you throw out Hoosiers, which you know it should have been on my list. It wasn't there. I remember watching that with my kid recently, and, it, and it, you just get all emotional when you're watching it, and they're like, "Hey, who's that guy who can keep sinking all those baskets out in the schoolyard?" That's Jimmy Chitwood. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jimmy Chitwood. He, he never misses. <laughs> So I was trying to keep it all together, just grabbing Jimmy Chitwood. Yeah. Um, by, by the way, I th- I'm, I'm going to predict a movie that you're going to say. What? Uh, you are? I think it start. I think yeah. Well, that's actually you just said it. I think there's a movie that starts with the letter R, and I think it's a sports movie. No, you know what? I've never watched that movie all the way through. Rudy. Yeah. I've never watched it all the way through. Oh, really? I have other sports movies here that I that I will throw out. Okay, I'll throw out one right now. Okay. Um, uh, this is a kid, another kid one. Okay. Uh, like the Brian song, Pride of the Yankees. Okay. Uh, the Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig story, yeah. starring Gary Cooper. Uh, we used to watch that as kids, and that I defy you not to cry during okay, that movie. Yes, I, I, today I'm the right? luckiest. Today man. I consider myself yeah. the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that movie uh, uh, was one of the original tearjerkers. Yeah, no doubt. That's Pride right. of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees, yeah. I mean, and, you know, obviously coupled with the fact that you love the Yankees. Sure. It's such a sad story. I think with the greatest baseball players. And it's, it's why, you know, why do, do the great ones have to be taken so I early? Know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's always too soon. But, uh, but that was always one that we would watch, like, on Sunday, you know, be on, you know, WPIX. You know, you watch. Sure. Pride of the Yankees and cry your eyes out. Yeah, and a similar one to that, which is not quite on my list, but it was the same. It was Bang the Drum Slowly. Oh, De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Early De Niro, like yeah. a, like before he did anything. De Niro and Michael Moriarty. Yeah, and they were like a. It was kind of like a Yankees knockoff. They were the New York Mammoths. Okay, they weren't actually the Yankees. Sure, and it's he's the catcher. He's kind of a dumb guy, and the pitcher's Michael Moriarty. He's a smart guy, and. Uh, he ends up having cancer. It's kind of like Brian's song. It, yeah, he ends up having cancer, and that was the one that made me cry too. But not like Pride of the Yankees. Yeah, I remember. You know, it's like a, not to knock that that movie, but uh, bang the drum slowly. But I always felt that De Niro was too slight to play a, uh, a professional professional a catcher player. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, especially a catcher. Okay, I, catchers look like you. Sure, particularly back in that day. Like sure, they look like Brian McCann. Yeah, right. thick legs and and ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have a thick like ass. Like a haunchy. I don't know. I'm not haunchy. No, you're not haunchy, but like you, you still fit the bill. Yeah, sure. I, I believe in, in our baseball movie, you will play the catcher. Right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, 
Okay, okay so, so Pride of the Yankees was was another one. Okay, and uh, okay, so and that's a sniffle, or you you cry? Oh, hard? that's a cry. That's that, that speech is a uh, that speech is a is an all out cry. I remember watching your dad cry when like the UConn women's basketball team, like <laughs> after they won, like one of the most recent ones. Yeah, it was uh, who like who was it? There was like uh, my family cries, or my, the guys in my family cry at weird things. You know, my dad cries at girls' basketball games. Yeah, well, and and in this case, like the most recent uh, of their championship victories, right? Where like then they were, it was like a senior who was graduating, right? And I he, can't he her your name. dad started crying. He was calling her by her first name. He's like, "Come on, Brittany! You like, come on, Brittany! It's okay, Brittany! <laughs> right. Come on, Tammy! It's okay, Tammy!" But you also had the experience of of going to the movies with my brother. Oh, right! My God, that that's crying one of the story, all time great. Ones. Tell, you've told that in the pockets before when he was on it, but tell that one. I did. Well, it was when we. Uh, that's t- a crying in a movie story. Yeah, I took him uh, to see uh, one of those like early screenings, like a Writers Guild early screening of uh, of the the Two Towers, the right. Lord of the Rings second installment. Right. And he showed up. And we were waiting online, and he he showed up with tissues. Right. He had tissues. Because he's you know you understand he's a guy who read all the book. You know he's a he's a geek for it. You know? Yeah. And I, I was like, what is that? Are yeah. you planning on crying? He's like, as a matter of fact, I am. I was like, you, you're planning on crying? <laughs> he brought tissues. He's like, he said, I know I'm gonna cry. Yeah. In Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And sure enough, right. he was like, I it started early. It came early and often. <laughs> I hear the sniffles, and he was dabbing dabbing at his uh, his eyes with uh, with the tissues. So that's one of the movies that makes Pat cry. Yeah, you're the crying Heffernans. I guess I like to think mine are conventional. This is a little more unconventional. Yeah, that's unconventional. Yeah. And, uh, you know, crying at your sports teams is, is fine. I mean, that's <laughs> Sure, that's, that's what we do. Um, okay, I've got one. Okay. This one, holy shit, this one made me cry like a motherfucker. Okay. And the reason why this one is, is noteworthy for me is that it's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's considered a classic. Mm-hmm. Okay. The movie... Is Doctor Shivago? Okay, okay. Have you seen that movie? I have seen it. I mean, I saw it when I was a kid, and it was one of those deals where it was like, remember when you, it was like on TV? Yeah. And that movie was so fucking long. It was yeah. one of those they showed two nights. Yeah. Like you start like on Saturday night, and they'd have the first hour and a half of it, and the Sunday night they had the second hour and a half. Of yeah. It. It's tough to tough to get into a movie sure. that way. Yeah. And this was a movie that that I popped off in that uh, Netflix phase that I was talking about. Oh, was okay. So as an adult, you did on that DVD. Okay. Yeah, and then I would uh, I, I famous saw, song. Another one, music. Famous song in Doctor Chivago. Yeah, and so and that's one of the ones that that's a, that's a classic Netflix CD one where you put it all in the queue and it's like you know what I've heard about uh, Doctor Chivago a million times. Like it's like that one and Lawrence of Arabia mm-hmm. and Citizen Kane were three three of the big ones. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck, let's do Dr. Shivago. Fuck, Omar Sharif. Sure. Let me check but it's a three-hour movie, right? Yeah. yeah. But, that, you know, so it's like sat down to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, mm-hmm. I'm watching the thing, and I'm, like, skeptical. Sure. Okay. And two hours in, I'm like, this shit's a classic? Right. Okay. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm like, so he's, he loves her. He's married to her. He loves her. But she's married to this guy. But they're having the thing. They don't really hook. Okay. But meanwhile, at the same time, they're also in... Simultaneously telling the story, like the daughter mm-hmm. is being brought around. She's, you know, she's being told the story. Like she's looking for tracing the roots or trying to find out about her parents. Right. And it's one of those movies. I, I didn't realize it, but it's all about that last scene. Yeah. When she finally finds out what a good man her father was. Uh-huh. I'm talking about it right now. Right. I'm getting goosebumps. Oh my god, you're going to cry again. This was one this was one where it's like the tears shot out 
of my asshole. Yeah, like yeah. the tears shot out of everywhere. Like they spurt. Like you're like, Bish! oh my god! And like a loud set, like cry, like by myself. Okay, crying my fucking ass off. Okay, it took three hours to get to this. But and but and 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 hilarious to me because. Up until that moment, I was like, "This movie sucks. This movie sucks. <laughs> all it's all all they're doing is fucking telling stories. Like, what's the point? What's the, I'm like, bam. I'm like, you know, I'd pause it. I'd fucking go do something. You know, like, <laughs> like take a phone call. Or all of a sudden, that at the very end, I fucking lost my shit. Right, and cried my fucking eyes out. Wow. Okay. Anyway, Omar Sharif strikes me as like an actor like your dad would love. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. Like I, foreign. Oh, dude. He puts swarthy. He puts. Oh, he, he's like, eh, I put Omar Sharif with Eve Montand. <laughs> Those are brilliant yeah, actors. That's an actor. Yeah. Okay, Doctor Shivago. Love it, dude. Doctor Z. Oh, and here's my little addendum to that. Okay. When I was uh, typing in Doctor Shivago, yeah, uh, I got a little autocorrect. And it uh, auto-corrected it to Dr. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a sequel to Dr. Detroit with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dr. Chicago. You haven't seen Dr. Sh- Chicago? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. well, Rotten Tomatoes fucking killed no, it. Dr. Chicago's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, all right, let me do a little quick little twofer here, okay? I feel like you're nibbling now. <laughs> uh, since when can you do, just do a twofer? I'm not. What do you mean, nibbling? Nibbling. You're taking. You're fucking overstepping. I'm overstepping my boundaries. Yeah, well, I just like. The, I feel like. Um, it's I like a like fantasy a, football when you make a trade and you try to get greedy <laughs> and be like, "Can I? Can you just throw a little?" Well, I feel like it's a, it's a category of like, and and you're you're getting into this world now, but you haven't been in this world, and that is uh, the animated kids movies. Okay. And the animated kids movies, there are some that are schmaltzy, and there's some that are intentionally trying to make you cry, and they, uh, most of them have that moment where a parent dies or whatever it is. Can I guess what? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just guess the first letter. I, I wrote two. I wrote two okay, down. Okay, go fuck it. But um, uh, uh, one but now I find myself in these movies with my kids, and you fucking end up start crying. Sure. Right? Does one start with the letter U? Yeah. So up. Yeah. Right. That's the laser, and everyone knows it's a teacher. Because have you seen Up? I haven't, but I just was reading something about it. Okay. Like Up is a movie that is amazing in the sense that it intentionally makes you cry in the first thirty seconds. Or the first minute. Yeah. And you're crying your eyes out in the opening montage. You're crying your eyes out. Okay. And then they settle you into to a story. Okay. But it's an amazing storytelling thing because you're not necessarily invested, but you get it. You see this montage of this person's life. Okay. And you, and you fucking cry. And now you're invested in that character. Sure. Through the rest of the movie. Wow. And it's impressive. That's great. I, I will say... Uh, you know, I have an honorable mention here, which you know is a sore spot between you and me. Okay, but uh, I'll I'll just piggyback since you're nibbling. Okay, uh, a movie that I have on here uh, that did that really well, which I loved, which I've recently brought up, was Guardians of the Galaxy. Because the opening scene of that movie, it's the little kid, little Chris Pratt. Yeah, and the opening scene is his mom on her deathbed when she gives him the cassette. Right, and I, I'm getting goosebumps. Okay, and okay, I, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting weak, but I I was like, I was really high. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, movie. and I was bugging out. I was like, okay. holy fuck! I was like, there, and like the music. I was like, th- they nailed this fucking shit. Yeah, I didn't cry, but right. I had tears in my eyes. Probably a yeah. teardrop. No, right up, now. you will cry. It's a different. It's different than that. Guards the guy. Okay. I get that, and I, they did a great job. And I like that opening. But oh, you fi- you finally gave me something. This one of the is, I told you it's my favorite movie of 2014. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem like this. It. Uh, this one does this incredible little 
montagey thing that in seconds you're like, fuck. I can't wait to see cry. it. I, I actually, like, this thing I was reading the other day made me want to go back and, and actually watch up. No, I ha- it's like I try, I try to watch a couple of kids' movies before my kids, and it's like, I'm like, uh, what's yeah, the point? Yeah, we just, just wait. We just wait. Because you, you, then you can, like, the, uh, the other one, if I can nibble, the other one was Toy Story 3. Okay. And Toy Story 3 is the one where the kid, like, goes to college. So literally he has to get rid of his toys. Oh, man. You know what I mean? And that, and that one, like, there's something about now these movies, for me, where you see kids grow up. Mm-hmm. And then I feel uh, it makes me sad because then you think about your kids growing up. Sure, you know what I mean, and, and your kids going off and leaving you and you whatever. Know, I mean, that's the it is the amazing thing, and we've talked about it, and you you brought it up already in this podcast. But like, once you have kids, yeah, once your wife becomes pregnant, things that you watch for like before I watched kids stuff, I was like, I, like you know, like a kid, they'd be like, oh, this the kid. He got uh, like thrown into the uh, airplane's engine and d- dissolved <laughs> into a billion pieces. I'd be like, "Who gives yeah, a fuck? Awesome. Who cares? Stupid kid shouldn't have been right. looking in the engine." Now it doesn't matter. Like I, f- I fucking go crazy for yeah. kid shit. Yeah, and that and that's you know, like for me, like it's that thing. I get, I can't watch kid kidnap movies. Yeah. I can't watch those movies anymore. Yeah, There's well, a time where I loved them. <laughs> I loved to watch uh, them. At one point. Now I favorite. can't watch them. But it's the same thing with these with these tearjerker movies. You cry and crying as a parent, sure, because of the thoughts that you have as a parent. Yeah, and Toy Story three was definitely one of those uh, for me. Yeah, okay. So that's I, yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I saw one. I yeah. saw one and two, and yeah. I saw one that was one. Three's great. It's no, a great movie. There, there's like there's like that sweet spot when you're like 21 years old and you're going to all movies. Yeah, I remember like high. Aladdin. We went and got, yeah, you get high because yeah. Aladdin. Well, t- and Toy Story was like fucking awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. It's a great movie. Um. Okay. But three is sad. Okay. Okay. You know, in a way. I mean, there's some uplifting elements to it. Sure. Well, sad. listen, a lot of the kids' movies are fucking sad. Like Bambi, the mom yeah. dies. Or Bambi. Lion King. Dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Come on. Man. Well, that's the thing. Those Disney ones, they have a formula, you know, and usually you lose a parent somewhere. And my kids, at some point, they figure it out, you know. It's like, when's the dad die? You know, like, oh, oh, man. Well, well maybe that's what they're trying to get you over it. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Okay. I got, uh, here, here's one. Here's okay. One. Uh, I would bet you haven't seen this one, and it's kind of obs- it's not obscure, but uh, this one it just caught me. It just caught me. Okay, hit you the right spot. It just caught me. Uh, movie called Whale Rider. Whale Rider. I have seen Whale Rider. Oh, you have seen Whale the Rider? New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen Whale Rider. Like the, and the dad is a, is a guy, a very recognizable uh, actor. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's he's actually from he's either Australian or he's from New he's Zealand. New Zealand, but the, but the actor plays he like a lot of times he'll play like a Colombian drug lord too. Like he yeah, looks yeah. Hispanic. Cliff Curtis is his name. I can't remember. Okay, I can't remember. But right. uh, but anyway, it's uh it's you know the story of uh it's a, it's a father and daughter. Right. And she rides whales. Well, it's like I I think if I remember correctly, she had a brother who died, and there's like a legacy in in this in their tribe in New Zealand about like uh, the one who can ride the whale, and it's like a rite of passage. Like all the boys go out and ride the whale, and it's like uh, I I can't remember the details, but like the bottom line is like her brother had died, and it's like now there's or the mom had died, and they've got. Uh, it's just the daughter now, and no one believes in her. Like, the father doesn't believe in her. The grandfather doesn't believe in her. And, like, she's just shit upon. Right. And by people who, like, they won't even give her a chance. And, like, people are, like, you know, they, they consider, like, just, like, whatever. And there's a scene where, and she wants to r- ride the whale so bad. Mm-hmm. She wants to ride the whale so bad. She's such a, and she's a great little actress. And uh, there's a scene with her. She's in Game of Thrones. And her dad, sh- oh, is she one of the, uh, 
Which one was she in Game of Thrones? She's uh, one of the Dorn. Uh, yeah, one the of the three, like the, the uh, Viper, uh, yeah. the uh, snakes, yeah. Yeah, 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 the sand snakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's w- the main one. Which, she was like the hot one who showed her boobs. No, no, the the the, the lead was the toughest one. She was the toughest one. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so uh, I'm more interested in hearing about you crying than actually you tell me the plot of the movie. Okay. Well, so there's a scene <laughs> where she and her dad are sitting on a log outside at night, and it's like the first time they've really talked. Right. And he starts to talk about. Her mom. Yeah. Or he starts talking about her brother. I can't remember. Okay. I've only seen it once. But, like, he, they're talking to each other, and the two of them just start to cry. Right. As they talk about the memory of it. And I'm looking down at my arm. I'm feeling feeling it's on my thighs. It's on my thighs. The air conditioning is turned up. I got hot saliva. But, uh, oh my God, I'm choking (laughs) on my hot saliva. Uh, But, like, they, I had a chance to run into the actor at Sundance. Okay. And I was like, oh my God. The guy. The guy. Yeah. I was like, I saw Whale Rider, man. You're excellent. That scene with you and your daughter on a log and you know, you guys are start crying. Yeah. It was awesome, man. <laughs> and you no, but crying. like, but I, I, that was just one that just got me and I just started crying. Sure. It was a really, really. It's a good movie. I remember it well being a good acted. movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Whale Rider. Great. Whale Rider. Okay, I'm going to throw one out here that I cried at. I watched alone and I cried. And you're going to well, you have you have your own story about this movie actually. Okay, all right. Interesting. Uh but I'm going to throw this out and uh, uh okay. I'm going to say Brokeback Mountain. Okay? Okay. Brokeback Mountain is a tragic film. Sure. It's uh it's a it's you know, and I I remember I rented it cuz you know, you hear all the, all the hype Sure, and you know you're you're you have your own issues about your masculinity, sure. whether you should watch that movie yeah. or whatever. The things that we shouldn't have to worry about. Yeah, and I watched that. Uh, I rented it and I watched it, and I cried. I cried my eyes out during that movie because it's a love story, and it's a love story that they can't it's forbidden live. Love. It's forbidden love, and and it ruins them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, and it was. I thought it was tragic to see that. Yeah, and Heath Ledger is fucking incredible in that movie. Yeah, well, and and one of the postcards, like there, I have a lot of stories about that. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of stories about that movie, like, and you know, uh, well, uh, the uh, the the big one is that Will Forte and I have <laughs> right. agreed we'll we will only watch that movie with each other. Do you think he broke that rule though? Uh, he when he was on our podcast, he said he hadn't broken it. Okay, and they I broke st- back mountain it. Uh, but how did what that? Up? How did that uh, promise come about? It was a joke, wasn't it? At one point. Yeah, I mean... Like, you and I have to watch Brokeback Mountain together, and then it became serious. Well, it's one of those ones where it's like, you know, like, we, we were, you know, were hanging out with each other, and, like, you know, the movie was out, and it's like, yeah, you, you're like, you make jokes about you and your buddy, you're like, are we going to watch it? To, oh, I'll watch it with you for the first right. time, and it's funny. But then it's like, you know, after Beer Fest, like, uh, at, the, at the premiere or whatever, like, next time I saw him, I was like, have you seen it yet? Or like, no, I haven't seen it. And then, like... A year later, when I saw him, I'd be like, "Have you seen it?" No, I haven't seen it. Like, I'm waiting for you. I'm right. waiting for you. And now it's like, you know. Uh, now Do you I'm think that you and Will Forte will ever watch Brokeback Mountain? Together? I think we will. I don't know. I think we will. The moment has maybe passed. May- it might have passed. It might have passed. I haven't seen Will in a while um, <laughs> since he was on our podcast. But not that. I'm talking about more like. I mean, you'll see Forte again. I'm talking about more like. I really want to see Brokeback. Time has passed, and I really want to see Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. I know I, I've seen clips of Heath Ledger in the movie, and I, and I remember being knocked. Yeah, his out acting by is so incredible in it, and it's like such a thing where he's such a, like a tough guy, but you feel the pain that he has and the loneliness that he has. Yeah, and uh, and I think that that you know 
Well, it gets becomes tragic. And then there's a you know like then there was this, in the same vein as like the me and Forte thing. Like somebody was pranking me from Broken Lizard. Okay. Or somebody was pranking me, and there was there was the time when I was receiving you know clam digger shorts in the mail and Tony Danza <laughs> right, headshots, right. and then the next one was like I started receiving a series of uh, Brokeback Mountain postcards. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. In, in the mail from like. The strangest locations. Okay. Do you not know this? Nah, I know the clam diggers and the Tony Danza thing, but what's? And the, would, I've heard the broke. I would have like you know strange messages on it, like you okay. know, I, like I love you, Steve, or love won't die. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. That kind of thing. Right. One of the postcards is an image of Heath Ledger in a big crying scene from that. <laughs> when I look at him, like dude's crying. That's, right. He's not even acting. He's just fucking crying. Right. And that's good. Right. Act- and that's good acting. Who sends you the postcards? I think it was Stolhansky and Julia Drey. Oh, I think okay. they had somehow orchestrated it. <laughs> okay. So that, like. Because Chad Secretary did the other stuff. He did the this, other uh, But this was Stolhansky. It, it became the cause celeb to, uh, to, <laughs> okay. to prank me. To try to send you weird shit from weird places. From afar, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, so I'm, th- I'm going to throw Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, but oh. I, you know, I also I want to see that movie. It's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. It's a well made movie. Um, okay. So this is my last uh, cry movie. After this, I have an honorable mention, and I, I'm going to still call my bullshit. Okay. Uh, on a movie. But this is my last crime movie. Now, this one is in a different category because it's a documentary. Okay. And I don't know if that counts. Well, it may not. But I don't know if that counts. I know you like to break the rules. I'm a okay. rule breaker. I know. Queen, I'm not as black and white as you. Sure. Okay. N- nor did we. This is just movies that made us cry. This is a documentary. Uh-huh. And so I saved it till the end because it isn't. I, and I warn people, this is not for the faint of heart, particularly if you're a parent. Okay. And also, if you don't want to be, like, totally saddened. Because the other ones are, like, are <laughs> right. like uplifting to you. You know, at the end of it, you're still, sure. like, it felt good. Sure. This one's just tragic. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a movie called a uh, uh, Dear Zachary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you heard about this movie? I have, yeah. Okay. This one is, like, you can't. You can't not cry and be angry. Yeah, it's, it's, those are the movies I will not. I'm not going to watch that. It's, movie. Too, it's so I powerful. I won't watch it. I, 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 you know, we saw it within. We watched a lot of documentaries on Netflix, and uh, it just like you know, I saw it within you know, probably like a year ago or something, and like it, it killed me. Right, it killed me. Right, and like I fucking cried hard. Like, right, I was like, and 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 my wife was crying too. Like we were fucking crying. Right. Anyway, holding each other, crying, crying, and she was like, "Oh, come on, Playboy, it's okay, Playboy, let it out, let it all out, Playboy." Don't hold it, don't hold it. Um, yeah, like I, I read about that movie, and it was one of those movies where I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna watch it. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to. I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's uh, like I said, it's like. And I'm sorry for a pair. No, like, but you know, there are some amazing things in it. But it's like you just you you are furious. Right. You're furious. Right. Um, anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me throw another one out then. Uh, another sports movie, which I always cry at. Every time I see it, I cry. I, I, I looked down and I saw it. Field of Dreams. Okay. Field of Dreams. And it's it's, trans- it's transitioned from like, you know, you, you, you're wistful about as a, how you felt about things as a child. And now as a parent when you watch it. And it's like you want to go have a catch. Have a catch with your kid. Hey, Dad, let's have a catch. Sure. Well, there's that. There's a big scene. There's that yeah, big scene. Yeah, the scene at the end. Yeah. Let's have a catch. We're going to have a catch, yeah. And he has a catch with his dad. Yeah. And it always gets me, that scene. Okay. Always. Field of Dreams, by the way, an underrated movie. Great movie. And it's a baseball movie. And it's, yep. uh, you know, Kevin Costner, I think an underrated, excellent film. And, yeah, James Earl Jones is awesome in it. And um, Amy Madigan. Yeah. But uh, it's that... Nostalgia of uh, childhood and whatever, and 
you know. I always I always cry when I see that movie. Okay. I'm going to watch that movie again with my kids and I'll cry. Right uh, I mean that's you know that's the nice thing is like uh, you know I'll go I'll teach my son it's my sons it's okay to cry yeah. at movies. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um and then my other cry one uh if you're done uh ordinary people. Yeah, ordinary. I cried hard at ordinary people. Yeah, I remember. I you know I remember crying back back when I was a kid. Say like we saw it in the movie theater. Well, it's when he has that he has his epiphany and, and Judd Hirsch, who's awesome as the uh, psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and finally he just realizes that he's angry. You know, it's kind of survivor. You know, yeah, guilt and uh, and he has that scene in, in the thing where he finally comes to terms with that, and it's like powerful scene. Yeah, and Timothy Hutton's awesome, and Judd Hirsch is awesome in it. And I that was a scene which which I definitely cried at. Yeah, I mean that's you know there and there are a number of scenes like that in cinema history like that when there's Goodwill Hunting scene yeah. you know there's uh, yeah Goodwill Hunting is this thing. I have also I have a thing for Robin Williams. He was like one of my little categories, but there's something about him that when he does a great acting job that he always makes me want to cry. Sure, and uh, Dead Poets Society, Dead Poets Society, Goodwill Hunting, and Garp oh, are three movies God, where fucking great. Like you know uh, at the end when he gets. Sh- <laughs> Jesus Christ, you must <laughs> at the no, end. You don't don't give it away. Don't okay, give it away when he's people... in the helicopter and he's talking to his wife. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I think Robin Williams is a great actor, and I think you get into those kind of more schmaltzy, intentional, make you cry movies, which you have a problem with. I know, and they don't. But it's the movies like Garp and that I feel like. He d- he creates a a real person, and then when adversity happens, then it makes you really feel. Like well, that's cry. what it is to me. It's like you know, it's he's like great at that. You or was great at that. Like a, a performance like that, and the Goodwill Hunting. Thing. Goodwill Hunting, unbelievable. It's it's movie. like they're not trying to shock you with like a sudden thing, which is what I'm going to fucking attack this other right. movie about. <laughs> but it's like Doctor Shivago. It's like they're they're what they're do- they're leading up to. A, a moment, yeah, that's like a resolution of sorts. It's a, it's a climax, and it's it's for the character. It's where the character is finally like accepting something, or you know, coming to terms with something. And and when it's done right, it's it's fantastic. And it's yeah. the ones it's the ones that that are, they're not trying sure. to do it. They're telling you a story, and they're getting you invested in people. Right. And they are they're they're making you feel things that you maybe have felt or you haven't felt or you didn't know that you could feel. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought you know Robin Williams is a guy who's so surprising because you, you you know I remember I think Garp was his first like serious role. Yeah. And uh, and he's so good. And it. It it's one of those deals where like yes, I I appreciate how unbelievably talented the dude is when he's manic and when he's Mrs. Doubtfire and when that stuff is. But like it's Goodwill Hunting to me that you see that the guy is an incredible actor and you empathize with that guy. And uh, I mean, the guy was phenomenal. I mean, what an awesome I'm about to have a fucking good cry right now, oh, Captain. Jesus. Well, the nice thing is, like, you know, it's a testament to storytelling because, like, we know movies are, are not real. We know uh, that you're just going along for the ride. But when they can affect you to the point where you do have an emotional reaction, that means they're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. All right. These are so your bullshit cry ones. I, well, or? I have one. No, one honorable mention. Okay. Uh, Galaxy Quest was gonna, or Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be my uh, <laughs> one of two uh, right. honorable mentions. Not only the funniest movie, but the saddest movie. Well, no, they just had a fucking <laughs> great moment. <laughs> right. Great uh, honorable mention. Uh, Braveheart. Yeah. Okay. I thought that you might be on your list there. Well, Braveheart was like I don't remember crying, but I remember being so deeply affected that 
After, well, when the I guess you're right. After I well, you know, at the beginning when the wife when the wife gets it gets it, like yeah. I was shocked, right, and angry and furious, right, and so it justified everything that happened after that to me, right, right. I don't want to give anything away at the ending. Come on, who hasn't seen Braveheart? Who hasn't seen Braveheart? Fucking Chew Crew, if you haven't seen Braveheart, you should shove it. Be ashamed of yourself, <laughs> Chew Crew. But uh, I remember I could not. After what happens at the end of that movie, I went home that night and I could not sleep. Really? I literally did not fall asleep. I stayed awake all the way to the next day, mm. into the morning, and was awake. And then I, I fell asleep at like noon or something like that. Right. I was so upset. <laughs> right. I was so upset. You have to go read the history books, see if that's what really happened there. Yeah. But anyway, so like that was a movie that, you know. Sure, no, I could see that. Very well done and, uh, and really affected me deeply. And then I've got my bullshit. Okay, give me your bullshit ones because okay. we're 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 getting there. We're yeah. getting at, we're about done here. Okay. Uh, okay, I've mentioned it before. I think million dollar baby. Yeah, you've mentioned that, and you know I get that. I, I uh... because to me, what that is is it's it's when it's so contra. It's like the first act, you know, and the second act, they're like this. You know, she's doing a great job. Everything's great. Like you know, she's fighting. She's fighting for her right to fight. You yeah. know, she's like she's training. She's getting better. And then it's like freak accident. She falls yeah. and hits her and then neck turns on a, a stool. Different movie. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's she's an invalid. Yeah. And now it's you know the relationship. And I know a lot of people uh, were deeply affected by it. But to me, I was like, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. I could do that too. At but, the end of yeah. at the end of at the end of Act Two of Super Troopers, I have Farva falling and breaking yeah. or his neck. Or Fest? And uh, well, but that was we did that. We poked fun. It was a joke. Poked fun at that. Poked fun at It's specifically that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, no, I, I get you. I mean, I, I, I really like that movie a lot, but there are elements to it that make it not a great movie, and, and that's certainly one of them. I think, you know, I think Clint Eastwood is fucking great in that movie. His acting is incredible in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are parts of that movie that are bullshit in the sense of they're phony or whatever. You know, it's like, yes, that moment. Her family is a, is a cliche, uh, like white trash family. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a cartoon that family. Sure. Or if they if they did a better job with that family, then then it would be a better movie. And I agree with you. I mean, it went from this kind of uh, kind of more triumphant uh, uh, triumph of the spirit kind of thing to the euthanasia movie. Yeah. All of a sudden, and you're like, well, yeah. You and, know. and then it's like, then she's fucking. They're amputating shit. She's chewing off her tongue. Right. And like all, I'm like <laughs> right, I'm like right. with my arms crossed. Like you gotta yeah. be fucking kidding me. People Third are, act problems. People are buying it. They're crying. And yeah. I, you know, I was like, I was, I was mad. Anyway. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that there are those ones where you're just like, ah, oh, it's bullshit. Where they just do that. You know, they do that a lot of times at the end of TV show. You know, where they they uh, you know they'll kill a character. Just for the fuck of it, to try to get elicit sure, a reaction a, out of you. That's a whole different thing. That's a that's, that's a, a Game thing. of Thrones conversation. Well, not even that, but like, there's like, uh, like you know, I I, I don't want to give anything. I can't give. I don't want give series away. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a big time. <laughs> I mean, there are a few series I could I could talk there's about. There's probably some true crew person who's been watching uh, Lost for you know sure in the last uh, five episodes. Um, what about ET? Did you cry at ET? I did cry during E.T. Yeah. I did cry. You know, the part where he's, you know, they've taken E.T. away from him. Yeah. Um, I, I did cry. Okay. Schindler's List? You cried Schindler's List? I haven't seen Schindler's List. What? I haven't. I've seen parts of it. I get it. I mean, I, I, I think that there, it's one of those movies, you know, it's like Saving Private it's Ryan. It's too much. It's too much. Where, like, you watch it and you appreciate how magnificent a piece of filmmaking it is, but you'll never watch it again because it's too, there's, there's too much... That's the thing. It's like you know. uh, knowing the subject matter. 
I know going into uh, to watch Schindler's List, it's going to take it's going to take some years off my life, and which isn't to you know which isn't to yeah you know belittle the subject matter. No, not at all. But I mean, like you know, you you have to want to immerse your mind into that subject matter, it, which. It's not always the most inviting thing to do. No, I mean the truth of the matter is, it's like I like a lot of the times when I watch a movie or something, it's because I do I want to escape, but to a fun place. Sure, that's yes. what escape is, you know. And it's like I want to laugh, or I want to be thrilled, or I want to be scared shitless. I don't right. fucking know, but like, you know, or I want to be educated. I want to learn something. Right. And rarely is it that I do. I want to cry. Oh, like we talked about before, there are people who that's that's where they're coming from. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh, so no, no, no Schindler's. Whoa, okay, okay. Um, Another one is a parent, which I I I find gut wrenching. Sophie's Choice. Have you seen Sophie's Choice? I haven't seen Sophie's oh. Choice, but uh, okay. I did see I did see the. Horror. It boils down to the one scene, the one gut wrenching scene. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did uh, w- watch the um, the more schlocky version of that movie called uh, The Good Son with Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin. Did you ever see that? Ah. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. I mean, I know it, but I don't think I've actually watched it. It's not a bad movie, but it's it's kind of Sophie's Choice. But like, okay. you know, the choice isn't you know it's pretty clear cut. You would give it up, Colgan, in a second. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and you know, um, okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, all right, we should change the name of this episode to Goosebumps because you got a lot of Goosebumps. Dude, this is a Goosebump Olympics today. Um, what was the most choked up that you got? I want to think. I, I got. I got kind of choked up talking about a I few did, of these movies. I did almost start to cry during. Um, up, I almost did. Field of Dreams. There was one where it started. Brian song. Oh, it was in America. Is when I was talking about the uh, the basketball, uh, the hoops right. thing. Right. That that started getting me. But I remember watching them. I was t- I was just thinking about my dad the whole time. Okay. Because that's where he lived down on. You know, he lived his first boarding house was across the street from the flop house. Oh yeah. In the twenties. Twenty uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, I remember like you know. He talks about those days not having money and struggling to make it and like relying right. on the kindness of strangers and like right. those times where like you lost everything. Sure. Like you had one you had like ten dollars in your pocket and you got robbed or something yeah. like that. It's just like oh my fucking. And you God. couldn't even finish college. We should have my dad on this podcast. Yeah, we should. Dude, he will rip me in we an should. asshole. I want, and I'll I'll gladly sit in the front row for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else you want to say about crying before we get out of here? You want to go cry? Hey, everybody, go have a good cry tonight. You think you'll 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 well, maybe think about watching a cry movie? Maybe I actually there's a movie that I, that's on my uh, Netflix queue called Champs. Oh yeah, it's about uh, a bunch of boxers. Yeah, and uh, I hear that it's uh, it's pretty powerful. Sure, not the champ. That's a cry movie. No, too. well, that's what I thought when I said uh, the C C when you said oh the, the, the champ. cunt. Oh, you called it the cunt. Oh, I never said that. The champ. Um, uh, yeah, the champ. Oh, the champ. That's a that's a that's a that's a tearjerker. That's a tearjerker. Ricky Schroeder, dude, doing a great right. job. And John Voight. John Voight. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna chew on some salty tears <laughs> on my way out of here. Uh, are you? Yeah. What food makes you cry? <laughs> Is uh, there a food that makes you cry? Onions. Uh, oh, onions. Let's eat some onions. Okay. So eat I'm going to eat some onions and some jalapenos. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Movies that make me cry. I'm a deus cry. I'm a deus cry. <laughs> Dr. <bro>. Chicago. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Now leaving Nerdist.com.